Okay, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha. We're on page Reish Tzadi, learning more about the aspects of the holiness of Shabbos. We've been discussing ways to uh, acquire the light of Shabbos, and we've already uh, done four of them in this chapter. Let's just quickly review those four. Number one is to be engaged in studying the Holy Torah on Shabbos. Number two, to increase in the learning of Torah after you've already felt some of the light of Shabbos to protect it. We also should be engaged in other forms of tveikas to Hashem, like speaking to Hashem from your heart. And also the fourth one is to be satisfied with your portion, that even though you should want a lot, but you should still be happy with the amount that has been provided for you. So now we're going to do the fifth and the sixth to finish up this chapter. We're on page Reish Sadi and uh, subcategory six. Anilo Roy, I am not worthy. One of the seductions of the Yetzirah in a person's heart is when a person really wants to, uh, to see great success in Shabbos. So the Yetzirah says, you know what? That's an amazing thing to want, but who are you to merit such a thing? You're not fitting for this at all. How do you respond to that? That's a complete lie because every Jew has a holy soul, which is a portion of God on high, Mamish. And therefore, certainly you have a chilek in the avod of, of Hashem. And you have the ability to connect with the Shekhinah. And every Jew is like a, an only child before Hashem. And Hashem is waiting and wants his service. And therefore you need to understand that even if you need to prepare a lot for Shabbos, still and all, and if you haven't prepared to pre, uh, haven't prepared properly, haven't succeeded in that, or you've fallen into something else, God forbid, the Yet Sahara is going to seduce you and say, what do you have to do with trying this? Is way beyond your spiritual profile. And you need to answer him, the light of the Shabbos has nothing to do with what we do. But the concept is Hashem from his side reveals a great lofty light. He gives us a gift to recognize the illumination that happens. He certainly is giving it to us. And if one does not succeed, if he does tshuva, and returns to Hashem, he will be able to succeed. So don't say you can't do it, even if you've tried so many times and have failed. There's no way Hashem, oopa, Hashem wants us to succeed, and we can. It's just a question of changing tactics, trying harder, etc. It's overcoming challenges. There's all kinds of Answers, but it is possible. We have to believe it's possible. Um, let us skip that long footnote below, and we're going to continue with point Zion. And the next point is telling us that sometimes the Eitzhar brings into our heart a feeling of weakness in our service to Hashem. And he says like this, you've already had many Shabbases in your life, and you've merited whatever you're going to get. And what are you going to add by doing better work this Shabbos? Why bother? You, you've got Shabbos down to a routine. And this is the way you go through your Shabbos. So what more can you get? 
And the truth is, one of the foundations of all service of Hashem is to be renewing oneself constantly in His service to Hashem. Start fresh. Live with new yearning and desires. As if today we are beginning this service for the first time, as it says in Sefer Tvarim, the words, Asher Anochi Mitzavachayom, which I'm commanding you today. Gemara says every day you should feel like it's the first time you're doing it. And therefore you need to know that every day Hashem gives us, it's a new level. And there's something new that never happened before and will never happen again. And this is true every day of the week and certainly on Shabbos. And, and especially if a person understands the essence of Shabbos, which is getting close to Hashem and comprehending the light of Hashem, you understand that the greatness of Hashem is beyond measure. So therefore there's no limit. You can't say, well, I've done it all. Certain things in life you could say, I've done it. I've done it. I don't need to do it again. You know, you, we went once to Banff. We saw certain tourist things. I wouldn't go see it again. If I've seen it once, what do I want to go again for? There's, certain things are like that. Certain things you mature, you're beyond that. You know, I don't have an interest to go bowling anymore. I used to when I was much younger, much younger. Mini golf, all those things, I don't got time for that. Unless if I would take my grandchildren for their sake, but not for my sake. Certain things you, you grow out of, it's like, I've done it already, been there, done that. I've seen the movie twice. <laughs> How many more times can I see it? But the truth is, Hashem, there's no end to what you could find in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And there is a new service all the time. And a person should not be satisfied in what he has, that he got a little bit. He should always look for more. And to prepare the tools to receive more light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's how the service of Hashem always renews itself. It seems that most people, for example... Although they've made some money, they wouldn't mind to have a little more money. Now, maybe you don't want to work to make more money, but if I give you more money, you would take it. Oh, here's some more money. No, no, I have money. I have money. What do I need more money for? Most people would not say that. But uh, here, I, I got Shabbos already. So what do I need another? I have to be a better Shabbos? No, there's a yearning to want to improve the quality, you always want to upgrade things. So you want to upgrade Shabbos as well. As it says in Sefer Shmuel about the lechem haponim, the showbreads that are made on Shabbos, that the bread is as hot as the day it was put in, as the day it comes out. Why do we have such a, um area of life that Hashem provides for us to hint to us? that our service should always be with one of renewal, like something brand new to reveal that the light of Hashem with nude vacas can get us to deeper positions. That's exact. In other words, what we're being taught is if you're close to Hashem, you're always hot and on fire. You're fresh. There's no staleness. No one wants to eat stale bread, so we don't want to have stale avodah to Hashem. Now, even though externally it looks like you're doing the same thing, making the same kiddish, eating the same food, etc., etc., seems to be the same, but it's not, it's not a review. It's not chazara. Every time you're clarifying new things, you're 
You're, you're developing deeper concepts. Each time there's a new point of the light of Hashem that has been concealed that you can remove. And you can get new a new life experience. And from one you can get to a new one and go to a new corner. And therefore Hashem says through Chazal that every day in our eyes it should be brand new. Because this connection and this test and this moment never was before, will never be again. And therefore, we can't compare one to the other. Okay, there's a new opportunity and a new connection. And now you should come with that same feeling for every single Shabbos, with a recognition that this is a new one that I won't be able to get. Now, you know, Lahavdal, Lahavdal. 1.5 billion people watched the World Cup. So you could say to them, you saw one four years ago. What's the difference? So they're going to say, what do you mean? It could be a, a new winner this time. I might see something I never saw before. People contend it was one of the greatest World Cups to ever watch. It was so close till the final seconds. Okay, but you don't think Hashem has more to offer than the World Cup? What is it? They're running around the field. Every World Cup, there's how many people on the field running back and forth, kicking a ball, trying to get into a net. And, and 1.5 billion people watched it. And they were very excited about it, from what I understand. Such an extent that whether you won or you lost the city that you were from, they rioted. <laughs> when France won the semifinal, they rioted. And when they lost, they rioted. So, okay, it, it's, a, it's a big thing. Whatever it is, lahavdal, lahavdal. So Hashem, it's a brand new Shabbos that you're never going to get again. And let's think about this. Does, does a person ever get disgusted by his parents' love? Doesn't it grow? Doesn't it get better? What are you going to say? You know, well, I, what am I eating for? I ate yesterday. I, I, had, I had tiramisu cake. Uh, two shops ago, so what I got to eat it again this week for? I know what it tastes like. Yeah, but it's good. <laughs> it's good. I mean, things that you like, you know, you want to uh, to, to repeat the process. And, and certainly uh, in other areas where they can develop further, you want to see if I can get a better handle on this. Okay. And that's what he says in footnote, Reish Yud Aleph, with this understanding that every service is a brand new thing totally. We can understand that whatever you've done in the past isn't bottle, it's not nullified. And if you think that what was done is finished, that's wrong, it exists, it's just concealed. And number two, the action and the pleasure having now it's not going back to the exact same thing as before, but there's a new s- nuance to it, a different type of pleasure it wasn't before. And only externally does it look the same. But the depth is, the pleasure is with this awesome connection with Hashem, and we try to connect in a different way with Hashem every time and reveal a different life force and excitement 
that has when we repeat, but it gets into a different area. It looks like I'm repeating it. You know, let, let's say you're listening to a classical music piece. The first time you hear it, you just like it. Second time you say, oh, let me hear the violins. Third time, let me focus more on the pianos. Fourth time, the the, 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 the wind the wind instrument. Yeah. And then try to figure out, well, how many instruments we're, we're going. And what's the movement? <laughs> you keep going it over, there's much more to get. So it is with every moment of Shabbos, there's much more to get. The fact you're doing the same thing, it doesn't matter. You go for a walk with your wife. You've gone to a walk. You've gone through a million walks. We walk the same street up and down. But I'm just going to talk about something different. Well, I walked. I went with a walk with my wife yesterday. Why do I got to walk again today? Maybe there's something new to talk about. Right? There's always something new in a Shabbos. There's a new parsha, new energies. We can't keep saying it's just the same old, same old. It's not. Now, you may think it's the same old, okay? But first of all, it can't be the same old. The Dvar Torahs are different. The Dvar Torah for Parshas Miketz is not the Dvar Torah for Parshas Vayeshev. And the Dvar Torah I said for Parshas Miketz last year is not the same one I'm saying this year. Or the way I feel towards the Parshas is different because my life has changed a little bit. And now I can appreciate more of the life of Yosef because my life has changed. So there's always what to do. There's always a different person in shul. There's always a new question. There's always a new feeling that one can have. They're there, but you got to tap into them. This is a very important idea because otherwise you're going to say, so, what I, so I'll miss this Shabbos. Imagine, you say, you know what? It's just, I, I did enough. I did enough Shabboses. Let's multiply 52 times 65 and figure out how many Shabboses you've done. Three and a half thousand, I don't know, whatever, whatever the number is. It's a lot of Shabbos. So this one, I don't, I don't need to do Shabbos this week. I'll just leave it through. Let's always next Shabbos. <laughs> no, this, there's something in this Shabbos you'll never get again. And that's, you know, just like a, a business opportunity. People have thousands of business opportunities. Now you get a call, a new business opportunity. Now nah, I'll let that one go. Why? I've already had other business opportunities. Yeah, but maybe this will be a good one. Maybe this will, you know, be one you... Different money will come in. Different things will come in. So, therefore, we have a natural desire to do things over if we're good at them and if we feel something new is going to come. So that's what happens with the Shabbos. Okay, we can skip the Sikum because I've already uh, reviewed it before. But again, these last two new points is not to believe the HR says this is too hard for you and to realize that every Shabbos is a brand new Shabbos and you don't want to miss that opportunity. We now move to chapter four in this section. And this is a very important chapter because it's called Ma Osim Kasher Lo Margishim. What do you do if you don't feel anything at all about this Shabbos and everything we've been talking about in this book, which starts on page Reish Tzadi Dalit. And some very powerful messages are coming in in this chapter, especially in the footnotes, that transcend Shabbos and apply on all levels. So in point Aleph, he says like this, that the reality is that sometimes we feel on Shabbos 
real pleasure, real light, and sometimes we don't feel it at all. We feel emptiness on Shabbos. And the question is why? And the answer is because the light doesn't shine to everyone in the same way. It shines to everyone according to the degree that he's able to receive it at that time. So many times the light does not illuminate the way he wants it, or it may not light up the same way it lights up for his friend, or maybe not the same way it lit up for you last Shabbos as this Shabbos. Sometimes there's total darkness on Shabbos. Even though Shabbos is a day of light, and Hashem is always revealing the light to them all, there are times when the light is revealed and is shining in a way that it appears dark. And you don't have those feelings of pleasure and connection, but a feeling of difficulty and smallness. And therefore the tzaddik says you have to understand and believe that the revelation that you get on Shabbos, whether it is with an amazing light or with nothing, parallels exactly your level. And be happy with it, with the knowledge that Hashem brings everything good to you in the best way to bring it to perfection. And now footnote Yud Bey's very important footnote. He says, every Jew needs to know that in every Shabbos we, re we receive these revelations of Shabbos. But either the revelation is going to come in a pleasurable way or in a painful way. Because it's all coming from Hashem. When Hashem sends you blessings, whatever Hashem sends you, it's got to be good. It's a, it's a revelation of the will of Hashem. So if it appears good to you, it's a revelation. If it's not good for you, it's a revelation. It's still a revelation. Now, if he merits, it will be revealed in an open way of pleasure. And if not, he won't merit that. And it will reveal in a way of suffering. Suffering has many ways. It could just be depression. You know, sometimes you, you look in shul. And uh, whatever. It's... Uh, not too many guys in shul on Shabbos. You turn around, not many guys. I say, oh, man, it must not be such a great Shabbos. Sometimes, wow, it's like everybody's there and they're all together and it's mamish knocking and sometimes you really feel it's amazing. Okay, but it's it's all the lights coming in. So a lot of, in other words, what he's saying, he's going to say this many times, a lot of it has to do with you. What if you haven't prepared properly for Shabbos? You didn't think about Shabbos, so you, so you stumbled into Shul. Well, you expect to feel things. Last week I did, last week you prepared properly. This week you didn't. But he goes much more than this. He says sometimes it has nothing to do with what you merit, but sometimes it's a test. The Hashem is testing a person. How? By concealing it from his brain, and he doesn't feel, he doesn't taste the taste of Shabbos, he doesn't taste the taste of Torah, he doesn't taste the taste of davening. Imamish, it's like nothing. And it's very hard for him. And it's like in the very beginning when you're trying to do all this. And guess what? It gets much harder when the feelings go away. You have them and you lose them. It feels worse. Now why is God doing this to me? <laughs> Hashem is checking you out. He's testing you. Because are you just a guy who's looking for nirvana? 
You're looking for the great feeling? And that's why I do it, because it's a great feeling and it's cheaper than marijuana. So now, so I'm looking for a connection guy because it's going to be pleasurable. But some of it says, let's make it hard. Let's check if you really are connected to Hashem or not. And therefore, the real service is we should not grasp onto our yeshus, our somethingness. And there should be no difference as to where you find yourself. You should say, if Hashem has pleasure in me going in this place, it doesn't matter to me if I comprehend Hashem or I don't. And you have to always work with Mesiris Nefesh, even if people are denigrating you, saying, wait, what's the matter with you? You don't seem to be into it. What's the matter? You're not serving Hashem so well today. But don't get excited from any uh, embarrassments. Keeping Moser Nefesh to think about that light, and you'll eventually merit that it will come. And you come to realize that in every situation, Hashem is with you. And the deeper concept is that a person has to come to this point, to such an essential connection to Hashem, that it doesn't make any difference in any way of how Hashem appears to you. Just want to know one thing. Hashem is there. And Hashem is, is appearing to me the way He wants to appear. And I'm happy. He appears when I feel close and it feels great. I'm happy. If it feels like I'm getting nothing today, that's what Hashem wants to send me. Well, I'm happy that I got nothing from Hashem. Because if Hashem gave me nothing, there must be a reason why He gave me nothing. As you will develop this idea much more as we continue to work in these next uh, sections here. Base. Where he says the critical line. If a person is only happy when the light of Shabbos comes. And if he's not that way, when the light doesn't come. So it's either because we said he didn't do the right service. Okay. And he's in other words, he's saying, well, I don't feel it today. And I'm not happy. So you're not doing things correctly. And you don't have an inner das. Because he says a person has to take to heart when you're doing service like this, the essential recognition and the comprehension and the clear feeling of the reality of Hashem and His unity and that connection, that's the main thing. The feeling of the sweetness and the dvekus and the amuna that you feel this pleasurable thing is not the main thing. The main thing is not, oh, I feel great. The main thing is the recognition of what's happening. Now, certainly if you feel good about it and you're feeling close to Hashem, it's a great bracha. We're not, don't make a mistake. It's a wonderful state to be in. Hashem is happy. You're happy. It's an amazing state. And that should be naturally happening when you come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But don't make your service depending on it being enjoyable because feelings change. And sometimes the closeness is revealed and sometimes it's concealed. But one thing's for sure, but the essential connection should never change. Some days you're having more pleasure with your spouse, sometimes less, but the initial, but you're never going to think the divorce. Never occurs to you. Because we're there forever for each other. We love each other. Sometimes it's more pleasurable, sometimes it's not. That even though the truth is Hashem wants to be able to reveal himself 
and he wants you to feel amazing, as the Pesukim tells us. But on the other hand, he doesn't want that your whole connection to service is only when Hashem appears to you. He, he enjoys that. He's so happy when we feel this connection. But he says, I'm not here just for you to be happy. I mean, I'm here for you to be here for you. And when you're connected, doesn't always mean it has to be with all the bells and whistles. And this is where we come to the term in section Gimel, page Rage, Sadi Love. We keep coming back to this term. The highest level of Dveikus is called Dveikus Be'etzem, essential Dveikus, which means it's a Dveikus that is not dependent on lights and revelation. But it's the main joy of a Jew is with the essence, the essential concept that he's connected with Hashem, even if he doesn't feel a pleasurable connection. He still has to have a pleasure over the essential connection that a Jew has of being connected with God. Now, certainly Hashem wants us. He loves us. He wants us to love him. But it should be a love that's not dependent on anything. If you're truly connected to someone, it's a true love, like a child to a parent. Right? Even if the parent doesn't give you anything, does the child love you? Well, I don't know. Nowadays it's getting harder to know. But to just say, the fact that you're here is all that I need. You know, imagine if a, in the old days in Europe, father goes off to the Leipzig fair and says, I'll be back for Hanukkah. And I'll be back with presents and everything for you and waiting looking through the window and father isn't coming. Doesn't come the first day, Hanukkah, second day, third day. Everyone's getting worried. Finally, the eighth day of Hanukkah, right before candlelighting, he shows up, his his clothes are tattered. He's bleeding. Okay. He's got nothing there. And the kids are up, Daddy Day, where are the gifts? He said, man, I got robbed. They're about to kill me. I luckily escaped with Hashem's help. Now, what's the kids going to say? Well, then what did you come for? <laughs> Maybe some of the little kids would say that, but the wife would say, Baruch Hashem, you're alive! I don't need the gifts, I need you! Right, that's Dveikus Ba'etzem! Okay, and that's why you need to know that situations where there's concealment, there's also levels of dvekas. Because now you're not reaching the easy dvekas, but you're reaching the essential dvekas that's totally inside of you. When a person understands that Hashem is the true reality and you feel that my reality is mamish a part of him and he's always with me. Even if I don't feel it, I know he's with me always, so that's the reality. And a person like that always has tranquility and inner pleasure because he feels the constant connection to his source that does not depend on my feelings with the tools of feelings, but it's a, a reality that just exists. Like the child to the son, it's, it's a piece. I'm a piece of my dad. That's it. The reality exists, and that's all there is to talk about. 
And now I don't know if we'll finish, but footnote in Sim Sif Reish and Sifkot and Reish Yud Gimel is a big one here, and a very important one. He says it's a deep point. You need to understand that Hashem always reveals Himself to us. He's giving us existence every single second. Sometimes, though, He appears in an open way that we could feel it. Sometimes He pers- He appears in a way we don't feel it. And sometimes he appears in a way where we feel pain. But he's always, the light is always with us. The light is always attached to us. And we always have to connect to Hashem under any way that light appears. And we need to know the person is always in a situation of face-to-face with Hashem. And that any other thought is a lie. And therefore but we may not always feel with the tools of feeling. Sometimes we're just numbed from that. And again, he repeats it. And from heaven, sometimes they test the person that he should be so not successful to feel it. And that's how we check. Will this break him? Will he leave Hashem because he doesn't feel that he's being successful? Or will he say, I'm looking for the essential connection to Hashem without checking of how I feel. And even if there's, I don't feel any light, I'm going to continue to be with Hashem. And I know that He is with me right now because He is the essential reality. But right now, He is revealing Himself in a way that it's hard for me to appreciate. But if Hashem has chosen this way to appear to me, I'm happy with that. And there's no difference for me if He's going to just be, you know, making me a shmata or he's revealing himself in the most awesome way, my whole desire is just to give Hashem pleasure because I know that I am connected with him deep in my heart. And if a person understands that, he'll be able to have the power to stand up to the test, even though it's going to be very hard when he's not feeling the light. And he's saying the opposite. You can't even reveal more afterwards. Because Davka, when you're in the dark and you succeed to connect with Hashem under every situation and you come to a deeper situation, you can connect to Hashem more. And the truth is the service in darkness has a unique pleasure to show Hashem your great loyalty that you have to Him and to reveal what's really inside. And even as the Navi says, if He kills me, I won't give up hope from Hashem Yisbarach. And therefore, you don't get excited by feelings of darkness. And we don't feel the light at this time. You just keep going, you keep going to speak with Hashem and to serve Hashem. Even if your heart doesn't feel any dvekas, just completely continue with your mind. This is the critical avoider that we have to remember. That it's not always a picnic. But you got to realize it's in that time of darkness, you know, that's that's where you're able to develop new understandings of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You know, they, they say, you know, when blind people are able to develop much better sense of hearing. Now, guess what? Let's say a person was blind, and because of that, he really has developed a real fine-tuned ear. And then let's say he now, miraculously, he gets his vision back. He'll be better off than the guy who always had their vision. Because the guy who has his vision never developed their hearing as well as he did. Hashem puts us in dark times so our ears 
get more sensitive, to hear, to feel the Kodesh Baruch So that when the time comes when you can see it, you also can hear it. So that's what we gain during these times. We should look forward to them as being great times of opportunity. We'll stop it over here. Shkayach, everybody.